This is Bumper to Bumper, the car show. Drive in anxious and cruise out confident with the best automotive info for your vehicle. And now your host, Matt Allen. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy, here with you every single Saturday at 11 o'clock, no matter what I'm missing out on. And today, it's the Indy 500 qualifying I had to turn off because I'm here and I'm not in front of my TV. But uh, next Sunday and tomorrow, I can guarantee you what I will be watching. That will be the big race. So... Welcome to today's show, and uh, as we can see, it's getting toasty out there. You know, you can't see it's getting toasty. You can look out the window and think it's a sunny winter day, but when you step outside, you know that the hundreds are here, and that's what we've been talking about for quite a for a few weeks now of what's what's going on with your car and, and what's been happening over the last several months since October or so when it cooled down and maybe had your car in once or twice for a service by then and and I know a lot of our customers we 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 see issues with a car that don't need immediate concerns, but we make a note, you know, we need to watch this. And oftentimes the trigger for those notes is a hundred degrees. That's kind of the benchmark for we can defer or put off on these certain items. So we've been talking about the last couple of weeks. So whatever it is that's going on with your car, that's why we're here every Saturday to help you. So if you've got a question about uh, the way your car runs or does it need these things or why do they say I need these bushings all the time or or I, I went in for a recall and I got this list or 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 you know why does my car need $5,000 of the work. Yeah, it's happening. Uh, not uncommon at all these days. And um, and I think we're, we're also, again, I talked about this last year, a little prediction, and I'm starting to see it more now, is people are owning cars longer than they have. I've seen more and more people that have never really experienced auto repair because they've never kept a car more than three or four years. And we're in a different economy now. And the cost of borrowing money is much higher. And people aren't buying a new Land Rover every three years. So now they're getting shocked when you know they got to get up off the floor if they can after they find out the cost of some of the repairs on a four or five year old high end car. So any of that stuff you want to talk about with your car, truck, SUV, or whatever it is, you can give us a call at six zero two two seven seven five eight two seven. It's six zero two two seven seven five. Five eight two seven, and if you like to text, you can do that at four one one nine two three. I might type you back an answer during a break. Use the question on air. Not really sure how we handle all those texts, uh, but w- but we try to address them. So again, back to the hundred degrees. We talked about the air conditioner a couple weeks ago. We talked about tires. I think it was last week, or you know, the tires don't owe you anything, so to speak. So if your tires are getting worn down, now's the time of year. Getting ready to travel. I think I just saw if you go to bumper to bumper radio dot com where you can find some shows and a bunch of other information and in, in uh, auto repair shops. Forty two point three million Americans expected to travel Memorial Day weekend. Gas prices are up. Airline prices are out through the roof, so I think people are shifting back to back to the car, and you don't want to be one of the people stuck on the road. So in our theme of 100-degree items today, we're going to talk you know, briefly just about the radiator and the cooling system. You know, People talk about having their antifreeze flushed, and people are so antifreeze? We don't freeze here. So we often refer to it as coolant, not antifreeze, or the cooling system rather than the radiator. But that's a system, though. So not only in that cooling system do you have the main components, the radiator, obviously the engine that's producing the heat, the water pump that uh, is circulating all the water through the hoses and the radiator and the heater core. All those items need to be taken care of and worked together. And it's not, you know, I say it's not, you used to hear the phrase, it's not your father's Oldsmobile, you know. Uh, used to be on a traditional car where we had green coolant or Toyota bucked the trend a long time ago and they had just red coolant. It was the same as the green stuff, just a, just a regular old conventional antifreeze. And you know, you had to change that once a year or so. It was like everybody, you know, I remember my dad with the Prestone flush kit. You know, you go to the auto parts store and stick the garden hoses and back it up over the curb and <laughs> not today, not doing that today, no more. Um, so, 
you know, first off, servicing the cooling system is is and keeping it clean is the most important thing, and that starts with a good radiator cap. And but there's all different kinds of coolants too. So not only when we service your cooling system, uh, do we we need to make sure we're not servicing it too early. But we're also using the right coolants. Again, you know, it used to be 30,000. It used to be once a year. Then it was kind of, I remember in the late 80s and 90s, it was it was every 30,000 miles. It was a, you fl- flush or service the system at 30,000, 60, 90, 120, and so on and so forth. And then GM came out with a 100,000-mile coolant, which was a fantasy and a big debacle and disaster and learned a lot from that and and um, improved on that. And now, you know, we always had Toyota that had the green the red coolant that was just normally green. And then we've got all kinds. I think we have nine different coolant coolants in stock for the various types of cars we work on. And it's not just the color of those coolants that makes those coolants what they are. There is an Asian blue coolant that is not the same as the German blue coolant. And there's a red coolant that's pink, pinkish red, that is Toyota Extended Long Life, that is a very, very similar color to the pink-looking antifreeze that's in your Volkswagen or your Audi, but they're not the same. And then you've got some other blue that is different for BMW than it might be for another car. And, Carrie, you've got a question. Well, yeah. It used to be in the old days, too, going back, that we just could take the car in for a radiator flush. Yeah, no more. Okay, I was going to say, that doesn't apply anymore. Well, it does, but it doesn't. Okay. So you do occasionally need, and, you know, and, the, and the, the rules have changed, and we'll kind of quickly go through this. Is, sure. Is it, was, it was every year back in the 70s, then it was 30,000 miles, 80s, 90s. In the late nine, mid-90s, it was 100,000 miles by GM. Some of your Toyotas were 30. And then we started getting into this 100,000-mile range again. And, and that's probably okay as long as the car is serviced properly, as long as um, you're using the right fluid and keeping it sealed. Now, the only problem, or not the only problem, but one of many problems is we see cars that have cooling system failures before the system is even due for a regular maintenance, so you want to you got to keep track of that stuff, and and then um, I've got a follow up you, question got to, you, after the break for you. You've, so, yeah. yeah, you've got to keep track of your maintenance. So if you do have a um, a, uh, a a system where you go in, you've done some repairs. There's, you know, maybe that's the time to flush the car. Like for example, your cooling system's not due for service till eighty thousand, but we want to, but we have to make a repair for some reason at seventy thousand. Well, we're going to go ahead and flush that, and you may want to keep track of that so we're not over servicing your car later. And looking at the whole system uh, as a whole, you know, when you when you have a failure, even you know, you want to prevent failure. So we want to keep the radiators clean. We want to clean out the bugs and the debris from the road trash and stuff. And all of that goes into keeping the cooling system working well and and uh, serviced properly and keeping the car. Because it's not just the cooling system, it's the air conditioner. It's all those things are part of that system that go together. So 602-277-5827 is 602-277-KTAR. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. What's the best used car to buy? And how should I make sure I'm buying the right car or truck? Hi, this is Lee Weatherby from Accord Automotive. I get this question all the time, and sometimes the best used car you can buy is the one you're driving. But when it's not, or you're looking for a new, gently used vehicle for yourself or a loved one, make sure you get a vehicle inspection before you fork over your hard-earned cash. Let us do a thorough inspection so you can be confident you made the right choice. Give us a call or schedule an appointment online at AccurateAutomotiveAZ.com. Accurate Automotive. Friends serving friends. Tommy Mello here, owner of A1 Garage Door Service. Springtime savings are here, and now is the perfect time to service your garage. Cracked or worn out bottom rubbers and seals expose your garage door to bugs and other pests, dirt, debris, and cold air. 
A1 Garage Door Service can replace old bottom rubber and seals in no time. And don't forget about all the moving parts of a garage door system. Wheels get old, cables fray, grease runs out, and tracks move, putting excessive wear and tear on your garage door system. Don't wait until there's a problem. Call A1 Garage Door Service for all of your garage door needs. Call today for our $129.99 tune-up special that includes a new bottom rubber. And remember, the garage door is the smile of your home. So don't wait. Call A1 Garage Door Service and you'll be smiling today. Hey guys, Champ here with Champ's Family Automotive. Been serving the Valley for over 15 years, treating customers like family. Integrity, fair pricing, and trust. That's what you should have in your automotive repair facility. We understand that if you treat customers like family, they continue to return to you. Whether you have a domestic, import, or diesel, we have state-of-the-art technology, technicians, and tools that take care of your needs. Award-winning facilities in Goodyear and Surprise. Check us out at ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. That's ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy, here every single Saturday helping you with your car. In our quick first segment, uh, you know, we briefly talked about uh, things that happen when it's 100 degrees, and that's really the trigger for, for some of the maintenance items on your car and making sure it's in good shape for the summertime. And especially getting ready to travel. We've got Memorial Day weekend coming up and all kinds of probably short trips, whether it's up north to escape the heat, quick trip over to San Diego, you know, Prescott. Everybody's running around, maybe Colorado River, towing the boat. You know, that puts a little bit of extra strain. So we got to think about all these things that help help keep the car cool and the cooling system and the radiator and, and, and system services. Carrie, you had a good question during the break. I've got an older car. It's only got 60,000 miles on it. But what year is it? Is it 2008? But my question, I guess the broader picture is, how do I know when I need a service? If, well, if, if it's got 60,000 miles and it's you know, 14 years old. Well, you don't. And okay. that's why you got to rely right. on the shop. Exactly. And, and, and I guess that goes back to what we always talk about is having right. that relationship at your shop. And we do see something. We call them the Sun City Beauty Queens, the cars that don't get a lot of uh, tr- uh, miles on them over time. Or maybe we you know, maybe we got to say Gold Canyon Beauty Queens yeah. now, too, because we're getting them from both sides of the valley. But coolant or antifreeze is one of the things that will, over time, deteriorate. You can have motor oil or transmission sit there, and to the best of my knowledge, it doesn't go bad sitting there. However, antifreeze or coolant, engine coolant, will go bad. You've got different metals in the car. The antifreeze are designed different for steel than they are a cast iron block, than an aluminum block. Sometimes you have an all-aluminum engine. Sometimes you have cast iron and aluminum. So that coolant will corrode and start to rot things and actually uh, eat through aluminum and, and all kinds of stuff. So it's time. We can check the, you know, so that it's a time thing for you, Carrie, not necessarily the mileage. And we, but we can test that. We can test the pH of the coolant. So we're not just sticking the little, uh, you know, at the auto parts store, they sell the little Presto thing with the, you know, you suck some coolant in it. And depending on how many balls float or where the deal goes, the little thing in the floaties tells you how good. I remember that test. That's right. right. It yeah. tells you how the freeze protection is. But I don't really care so much about the freeze protection. I want to care about the pH balance of that and make sure it's not too not too acid-like and, and causing problems. So that's how we, we tell on an older one. And then some of the cars, too, you've really got to look in the owner's manual. They're coming backwards. They're backing off. The manufacturers are finding that, that um, these long recommendations don't work. And we're also finding, you know, we talked about the Land Rover, the people that maybe never really had had one past 40,000 and now they've got one with 60,000 or the Jaguar or the BMW. Those have so many plastic cooling system components that man, once you go in there and start to have one leak and then you start get in there and disrupt some of those, you start to have more leaks and other things happen. So again, it's about totally servicing the system. So we better get to the phones here. We've got I think we've got Hector in Queen Creek, Mike in Peoria, Tom all the way up in Payson, but Hector's going to go first. If I can push the right button, I hope. Hector, I think you're on the air. How are we doing today? Good. How are you? Excellent. Thank you. What's going on with your uh, Silverado? 
Okay, so I got a 2001 Chevy Silverado, and I'm having issues with the water pump. I've replaced it. I've replaced the water pump twice, and it still leaks. How frequently between the changes is the water pump leaking? As soon as I put it in. I Like I said, uh, uh, the first one I put in, uh, I thought maybe I had done something wrong. Uh, took it out, took it back to where I bought it from. They gave me another one, put it back in, cleaned everything up, you know, as, uh, as needed, uh, put it back together, and it still leaks. It doesn't leak as bad as the first time, but it's still, you know, a drip, drip. Are you using a new water pump or a remanufactured water pump? A reman. Okay. That's probably the first problem. Is you're buying a cheap, okay. you're buying a cheap part. You, you need to get a okay. good a good quality part. There's not a good rebuilt water pump for your truck out there. And, and oh, wow. yeah, I, I I mean we haven't used a rebuilt water pump in God I don't even know how many years. So, so you're, you're thinking that's that's the problem that I'm getting bad pumps. Well, yeah, yeah, they're rebuilt. They're just there's just not a good rebuilder out there. And I don't know where I haven't shopped for a priced out a rebuilt pump in a long time, but I can't imagine that there's a. Uh, a, a big enough difference in the cost of, of a rebuilt well, water pump versus a new Delco or new quality water pump that you would... Well, here's, here's the thing. Where I bought it from, because I go to, you know, different places. Last time I bought it from Napa, according to them, they said that for that year, for my truck, they don't make any brand new ones. Yeah. I think you're getting some bad information from whoever you're talking to. So I, Napa sells a good product, and I would buy a Napa water pump for that car. I just would not buy a rebuilt water pump. It's, it should be new. Maybe they didn't have one in the store. Well, and if they don't have okay. one in the store, they can pull you in one from a different warehouse or a different store or where they tell you you have one. And, you know, that's the thing with, with parts a lot of times. People say, oh, it has a lifetime warranty. Well, that's great if you want to spend the money or the time to change the water pump out constantly. You know, um, time and, and time is not free, whether it's yours or somebody else's. So um, we always want to make sure we're using a good quality part in servicing the system. So if that was my Silverado or a customer's, now again, I didn't have a chance to look at the car, but we'd be doing the water pump. We'd be doing the thermostat. Now, at that point, the lower hose is halfway off the car because the only other half is disconnected to the radiator. So we want to look at, you know, now maybe these parts have been changed over the years and they don't need it. But just we want to make sure when you're servicing that system, you're looking at the overall system, not just the pump. Now, I was going to say if it was leaking like six months later or something like that, we did have a discovery several years ago. We had a rash of what we thought was bad water pumps, but they were on all kinds of different cars. And what was found out during the analysis when they were sent back to the manufacturer is the cooling system was not clean in small pieces of debris, calcium buildup, um, just uh any debris in the cooling system that's created over time, that was getting hung up in the water pump seal, and then that would cause allow the leakage. So that's why the cooling system needs to be flushed out when you service the water pump. So had it been a long time in between or a short period of time, but instantly right away, I think, like I said, you're just getting a bad water pump and step it up and, and get <clears throat> get a brand new water pump and start from there so thanks for the call mike in peoria um looks like you got an e350 ford van maybe it's a uh, box truck configuration and 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 you guys got to help me because it's uh -oh. full of uh graduation gear in the back and it's got to be deployed first thing monday yeah um, <laughs> nothing like pressure huh <laughs> i know it uh it was driving fine until yesterday we backed it into the hole and then uh, we go to start it and the uh, starter relay clicks, but nothing uh, goes through the relay into that uh, trigger to the uh, starter mm -hmm. solenoid. So you're here. When you crawl underneath. Okay. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. When you crawl underneath and you take the screwdriver and tap it across the solenoid to the hot going straight from the battery to the starter, the thing starts up fine. Hmm. I did a continuity check on that trigger wire, 
and I disconnected it, and I ran a wire all the way to the back of the relay where it plugs in, pulled the fuse box apart, and did a continuity, and that wire is good. But the relay still, it still clicks, and it still gives. Now, when you oh, say, oh. I'm trying to, you know, I, I haven't worked on the 2008 uh, E style, or, you know, that 2008 Ford's the same pretty much from the steering wheel forward, whether it's a E350 or a... 150 or whatever, but does that still have the old-school Ford starter solenoid up on the fender well and a starter solenoid down on the starter? Or are you checking, when you say you hear the relay click, is that down at the base or is it up at the top right by the battery? It's up at the top, and it's one of those little um, 30-amp relays. Okay. Well, you know, if you've tested the wire, I mean, the, the... the, a wiring diagram is the best thing that you need that you can have. If you, I've been all over. I've been on the internet. I went down to our buddies at the Ford place, and the guys' diagrams there didn't really look any good. But one thing I I just wanted to know is if the starter solenoid is requiring more uh, current to trigger. No, well, Thus, it, it it can and it can. I mean, back in the Several years ago, we used to have Nissans, and and they wouldn't start. The clutch switch would go bad. You go do a test with a test light, and would light the test light, but it didn't have enough amperage or enough power to actually engage the starter relay. So, so in those cases, yes, it does require more amperage, but not a lot of amperage. So you could have a bad connection. I just can't picture that system. You need to get a wiring diagram out, and that wire that well, you, that you really that wire that you check the continuity on. Um, you need to find out where that's supposed to be getting its power from. So if that's the exciter wire for the starter, for example, you can go up to the relay and give it 12 volts yourself and see if it will start. Then you've got to make sure you're getting a signal from the key to that relay and then make sure that the relay is working. So sometimes you can look in that box there where the relays are, and the starter relay might be the same darn relay as the horn relay. And you just switch the two and see if it starts or see if the horn works. So, But the best place and the only place is just like a road map and taking a road trip. You're going to go on a diagnostic safari. You've got to have a wiring diagram, and that's the best place to start. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Bumper to Bumper Radio. Are you tired of wasting time and money on a subpar car wash? The interior isn't clean, and there are water spots all over your ride? Hi, I'm Marcus, owner of Pit Stop Auto Detailing in Scottsdale. And I'm Scott, owner of Showcase Mobile Detailing in Gilbert. Two great shops designed to come to you with a five-star rated wash and detail, including reverse osmosis water to make your ride shine like new. Yep, that's right. No more wasting time or money for a bad car wash. Check us out at pitstopdetailing.com or showcasemobiledetailing.com today. Hi, this is Kurt Rock for Kurt's Auto Repair. For over three decades now, our family's passion has been forging lasting relationships by delivering the highest quality auto repair for our customers with a perfect Better Business Bureau record. And I'm Kathy Rock, Kurt's wife. When we say our family, we mean it. At Kurt's, you'll find our kids, relatives, and now even our grandkids are working on cars and taking care of our customers. Gas or diesel, foreign or domestic. If your car hurts, Take it to Kurtz. Make your memorial memorable with Bunker to Bunker's 12th Annual Memorial Weekend Golf Tournament presented by Macanudo Inspirado Cigars on Saturday, May 27th at Los Caballeros Golf Club. Open to the public, the two-person scramble benefits Phoenix Children's Hospital and it's loaded with special prizes, awards, breakfast, and even includes a coupon for a second round of golf, all for just $115. The event is open to the public and singles are welcome, but space is limited. So come join us and register today at Bunker Matt Allen here, the host of Bumper to Bumper Radio and your weekly call-in car show. We do our best to get you the answers you need and mostly hit the mark. Take a listen to Diane, who had a problem with her Porsche. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love, love, love your show, and I love the entertainment. So along with being the car guy, I'm now an entertainer. Get me an agent. Tune in to Bumper to Bumper Radio, Saturdays at 11, and give us a call right here on KTAR 92.3, Arizona's news station. Breaking news is always first. Always first. On Arizona.
Arizona's news station, KTAR News. Now, KTAR News time is 1130. I'm Troy Barrett. Phoenix Mercury Center, Brittany Griner made her WNBA regular season debut last night against the Los Angeles Sparks in L.A. Griner's getting her back li- her life a little bit more back to normal after nearly 10 months of detainment in a Russian prison due to drug-related charges that ended up with a prisoner swap in December. Vice President Kamala Harris was in attendance for the season opening game. She gave a pregame speech to both teams. The Mercury lost, however, but Griner finished the game with 18 points, 6 rebounds, and 4 blocks. The Mercury, their home opener, is tomorrow at Footprint Center. Maricopa County Department of Public Health has confirmed a new single case of MPOX in a Maricopa County resident. This is the first case since January, and according to the CDC, this case is part of uh, some new clusters that are showing up around the country. Maricopa County health officials are urging everyone at risk for MPOX to get vaccinated and take measures to avoid sexually transmitted infections. You can read more and see a list of symptoms at KTAR.com. Let's check traffic now from the Valley Chevy Dealers Traffic Center. We do have that crash still lingering on I-17 northbound. It's in Black Canyon City near Gold, or excuse me, near Coldwater Canyon Road exit. That's about milepost 244. Again, northbound I-17 in Black Canyon City near the Coldwater Canyon Road exit, right around mile 244. The backup now is stop and go from Anthem all the way to almost Bumblebee. So that's approaching about 20 miles of stop and go traffic because of that crash through that area, so uh, take your time getting up to the North Country. Crash at 35th Avenue and Southern, 19th Avenue and Glendale, and 51st Avenue and Greenway. KTAR weather for the Valley, 95 today, 99 tomorrow, 100 degrees at least for most of next week. Right now it's 86 in Goodyear. Weather brought to you by Howard Air. I'm Troy Barrett on Arizona's news station, KTAR News. Title 42, in place during the pandemic to reduce risks to public health, has ended. The new rules call for non-Mexican migrants seeking asylum to first show proof they've been denied protection from a country they passed through on their way to the U.S. border. They're also required to use a federal app to make an appointment, though many migrants say it's been difficult to do so due to glitches and a lack of cell service. Arizona's news station covers the end of Title Title 42 on the KTAR News app and 92.3 FM. Trust is so important, especially in times like these. At Virginia Auto Service, we've been the place you can trust for over 25 years. Hi, I'm Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy and owner of Virginia Auto Service. Rest assured, we've implemented all the necessary steps to keep you safe and sanitized. As we begin to move around a little more, take some stress out of your life by trusting your vehicle to Virginia Auto Service. We're in the heart of downtown Phoenix, 7th Street, just south of Thomas. Check us out on the web, virginiaautoservice.com. Hi, this is Champ with Champ's Family Automotive. We are a family-owned and operated full-service center for your automotive and diesel needs. Have you been searching for a trustworthy automotive and diesel repair shop? Well, come see us in Goodyear or Surprise. Import, domestic, or diesel. Yes, we take care of it all with state-of-the-art technology and technicians. Bumper-to-bumper radio approved. Check us out at ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. And yes, that's ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. Tommy Mello here, owner of A1 Garage Door Service. Springtime savings are here, and now is the perfect time to service your garage. Cracked or worn out bottom rubbers and seals expose your garage door to bugs and other pests, dirt, debris, and cold air. A1 Garage Door Service can replace old bottom rubber and seals in no time. And don't forget about all the moving parts of a garage door system. Wheels get old, cables fray, grease runs out, and tracks move, putting excessive wear and tear on your garage door system. Don't wait until there's a problem. Call A1 Garage Door Service for all of your garage door needs. Call today for our $129.99 tune-up special that includes a new bottom rubber. And remember, the garage door is the smile of your home. So don't wait. Call A1 Garage Door Service and you'll be smiling today. It's your car's favorite show, Bumper to Bumper. Well, if it's your car's favorite show, I certainly hope it's your favorite show. At least I hope it's your favorite 
Car show at Saturday at 11 o'clock in Phoenix on KTAR because it's the only one. So I guarantee you it's the best one since it's the only one. But uh, welcome back to your Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTR car guy. And I want to give a little shout out to uh, some of our Bumper to Bumper family members. Um, we've got, uh, you know, I gave a, a referral to a customer, uh, had an Acura. They did not, um, you know, they, they looking for a repair and did not uh, have a place to go. So they were looking for a place up in the air park. And we've got Husband's Auto Repair up in the air park. And uh, this is actually a friend of mine. So I wanted to make sure. I don't want them to come to my shop. It's not convenient. So we sent them off to Husband's. But I sent them to Husband's as the mystery call. I'd always like to tell them, you know, tell them Matt told you to come in. Because maybe they get treated a little bit differently. You get kid gloves when you, you know, when they maybe the boss is sending in or the guy that uh, the buddies referral, they get treated a little bit differently. And we wanted them to get treated mystery way so not only did husbands take care of getting the acura service for them and get it through emissions but they took it and not only did they make it pass emissions get it ready for emissions but they took it to the emissions test so when they hand it back to their customer they're handing them back a car that is ready to just go get the registration and uh so a lot of the bumper to bumper radio shops do that and i just want to make that one example of husband's auto repair up in uh, the Scottsdale Air Park area, right around Costco. It's actually Husband's Automotive, Dale and Lori. I mean, he's been fixing cars and working. He's working on them today. He's been working on them since 1978. And you're talking about local people. He went to Chaparral High School, grew up in the area. I'm pretty sure he went to ASU and is still in Scottsdale working on cars today. So if you're in the North Scottsdale area and you're looking for an auto repair relationship, Check out Husband's Automotive in the Scottsdale Air Park right around the corner from Costco. And you can find them at BumperToBumperRadio.com. So, and again, we're talking today about getting ready for the travel season, the 100-degree heat, and um, just kind of that being the trigger for your auto repair. So anything that you want to talk about with your car, 602 277 5827 is 602-277-KTAR. And the things that we're talking about when it's 100 degrees, air conditioning, batteries, tires, radiator, cooling system. we got to keep the car cool, but we want to keep the creatures cool as well, the people inside the car, and, and, that's, and, and that's us. But everything has to work, and it has to work together. And again, you want to do the maintenance on your car. You don't want to over-maintain the car, but you also don't want to ignore things. So if you're going to be traveling for Memorial Day weekend, get out and... and uh, if you're going to get out, it's a little bit late now, but you might be able to get in to get the car serviced and check to make sure that uh, that it's going to be good on the road. So 602-277-5827. 602-277-KTAR. And if you like to text, you can do that at 411923. Looks like we've got Tom and Payson, maybe one more coming in. And I'm going to go to a couple text messages. And here's a good example of what you, you don't need to do anything. I don't know who, who sent this in, but there's no name. It says, hi, good morning. I'm leaving Arizona for the summer. What do you recommend to summarize my 2020 Lexus? It will be in my garage for four months. So, for summarizing the car, 2020, it's pretty new. I'm not going to worry about the battery or disconnecting the battery or anything like that. That battery should be sitting just fine. Um, I would make sure that the tires are inflated properly. Uh, so when you park the car, they're, they're, they're well. Maybe go a couple pounds over the, over the door sticker when you inflate the tires. I'd probably fill it with, um, I don't know, more than half a tank or about three-quarters of a tank of gas or so. Um, and in this case, your Lexus probably takes premium fuel. However, it might not take premium fuel. And I always, you'll hear me recommend, you don't need to put premium fuel in a car that doesn't require it. But in this case, 
I might go ahead and put the premium fuel because as that fuel sits in the car, it is going to lose octane over the four-month period. So it might start off June 1st as premium fuel, but when you come back on August or September 1st, it's no longer 93 octane. It's probably 87 or 89. Um, and that's pretty much all you need to do. And then when you get home, Fired up, it's probably going to start right up like it should. It's a Toyota, for God's sake. It's reliable as the days long, or Lexus. And uh, fire it right up. And the most important thing when you start it up, just let it idle. Let the let the blood get circulating. And then drive the car. And then maybe go to the gas station, top it off. And on your first drive, get it up to operating temperature. So that's what I would handle. That's how I'd handle summarizing any car, if you will, uh, that's going to be parked. And that's the same thing for the winter uh, or, the, or the summer for that matter. Got a question about a RAV4, but first I'm going to go to uh, Tom up in Payson. Looks like he's got a Ford Fiesta. Tom, how can we help you today? No, it doesn't look like Tom is on the air. I don't know what's going on here. Tom, are you there? Tom? Hello. There we go. I'm having a little bit of goofy phone problems. Oh, I got scared for a second. I know. Well, me too. You hear me, guy? What do I do now? <laughs> well, how can we help you, Tom? Okay. So my 2012 Ford Fiesta, it won't start, and it's stuck in park. And um, I checked all the fuses and checked some relays, replaced the ignition switch, the battery. And I bypassed the starter to get it to start. And it... It started and it runs with the bypass, but it still won't come out of park. I have to flip that little lever behind it to get it out. Okay. And it, so I just don't know what's keeping it stuck in park. Okay. So tell uh, here's a couple things going through my mind. So it won't. It starts if you bypass it, right? Yes. Okay. Um, so that means the starter works. Uh, means the engine runs, means the fuel pump works, um, but it won't come out of park. Yes. Still while it's driving. What's that? I mean, while the engine's running, after you've got yeah. it, you've got it running, the key yeah. the key is on, the dash is working, everything's working. You can't shift it into drive from park, right? Right. Okay. Do you have somebody that can help you? Go see if the brake lights are working. Yes, yeah, I did that. And the brake lights are working. Yes. Okay. Now, on that car, do you have to step on the brake pedal in order for to, for the car to start in the first place? Yes. Okay. So now what we need to do, my first check was, okay, is, is the brake light working? Right. That's the first test because that's the first thing I'm thinking about. Now maybe what I would do as a diagnostic test is if since you can shift it to to drive manually by bypassing the, the lockout solenoid there, I would go drive it and see if the cruise control works. If the cruise control works, well, you know, the test there that I'm thinking is if the cruise control doesn't work, this brake light switch is a multifunction. It's got two switches within the switch, and yeah. it relies, the cruise control also relies on a functioning brake light switch. So if my cruise control works, now I'm kind of rethinking my whole thing here on my diagnostic if my cruise control works. If okay. my cruise control um, doesn't work, then I'm going to go back to a wiring diagram. I'm going to look at the function of that switch because most of the wiring diagrams show the internals of the switch and then figure out if, this, if the brake light switch if the car is seeing the input that the that it's seeing the brake pedal, because those two things that are happening, both the only common denominator that I can think of is they both require you to step on the brake, and I don't think right. the car is recognizing the brake pedal input. Okay, yeah, I saw that uh, cruise control switch, but um, <clears throat> when I buy when I uh, get it out of park and put it into neutral. And then try to put it in drive, it won't drive either. Oh, it doesn't drive either. So you put it in drive and it doesn't go? No. Is the parking brake stuck on? Is it electronic parking no. brake? Probably not. No, it's not. Yeah. Well, I wish I had some better information for you, Tom, but that sounds like you've got some something 
a little bit more complicated. It's going to take some diagnosis. I wouldn't waste any money throwing parts at it. You need to, again, it's get a wiring diagram out, look at what the functions are, see if there's any fault code set, and unfortunately, you're just going to have to get in there and do some diagnosis. That's nothing we're going to solve over the radio today, unfortunately. So we're going to take a quick break. We've got some open lines, I think, at 602-277-5827. We'll be right back. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Hi, Kurt Rock here for Kurtz Auto Repair. Times and technology has changed, but at Kurtz, we're still the same family-owned and operated business that has enabled us to earn a perfect Better Business Bureau record for over 30 years. Our master technicians are experts in everything automotive, foreign and domestic, gas and diesel. Come experience quality and service that time has not changed. Check us out online at mycarhurts.com. If your car hurts, take it to Kurtz. Hi, this is Kelly. After my husband and I moved to Arizona, we were looking for an honest, trustworthy repair shop. We happened to meet Spencer Dusay, owner of H&I Automotive, and we were quickly impressed with him personally, as well as how he ran his business. Spencer has trained his highly skilled staff to focus on giving their customers friendly and honest service as their top priority. We always know in advance what the repair is and why with a fully supported digital diagnostic estimate. They're transparent, they communicate, and they stand behind their work. As a woman, I feel respected. I'm not a mechanic, and I always feel confident with their communications and their work. 13 years later, and we've never been disappointed. After all this time, we're still being greeted by the same friendly employees, which speaks highly of the type of business Spencer has built. Check out all of their five-star reviews for yourself online. H stands for honesty, and I stands for integrity. You feel it every time you visit them. Relationships matter. People do business with people they know and trust. In these crazy times, it's even more important that you can count on folks you know and can depend on to do your automotive repair maintenance the right way. Someone who has a proven track record and stands behind their work. People that will work with you to make sure your vehicles are going to remain on the road safely and efficiently for you and your family or business. No mysteries, just honest professional care. We're Accurate Automotive, friends serving friends since 1994. Check us out at AccurateAutomotiveAZ.com. To Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm Matt Allen, your host, and we got about 10 minutes and 40 seconds to wrap this baby up, get through a few more questions, maybe a couple text messages. I, you know, it's it's funny, Carrie, when we look at the text message screen, people must, you know, make that that slip up. I mean, you're not getting 411923 mixed up with very many phone numbers, so people just don't pay attention. You see, honey, do we need anything besides bacon or, you know, hey, what are we doing tonight? So sometimes I'll reply back. Back and say, yeah, we, you know, yeah, get seven pounds of bacon, please. Or exactly. So, so we play around with these text messages sometimes. We love bacon, but God, um, got a couple here. Gosh, gosh, I, I lost. I have a 2011 Rav4. The maintenance required light is on. I need to get it to emissions done. Will this make it not pass uh, the MBD test? Thank you, Casey and Whitman. So no, the maintenance required light should be for the oil change on the Toyota. And you can reset that light. It should be reset at the oil change. But sometimes when people do, and it happens at our shop, we do the oil change and the light's not on. Well, the car's not smart enough to know that we changed the oil, but we also didn't reset it because it wasn't on, and then it comes on 500 miles later. That's typically the maintenance required light. If it's an amber light that says check engine or service engine soon, your car will fail emissions. But the maintenance required light in this case should not make one bit of difference at all. Uh, I'm going to have to try and read this other one, but we're going to get to some phones here. Um, I'm working off the phone system today and not the computer, so it's a little more challenging for me, so I appreciate you bearing with me. I think we're going to go with Leo and Phoenix. we got a classic 78 Toyota Dolphin, and if I think I'm thinking right, that's a little tiny Toyota pickup with a motorhome shoved on the back of it. Is that right? That's right. <laughs> I thought I, when I saw a Dolphin, I thought, uh-oh, what am I in for now? So that's a... It's got a... Uh, uh, 20R. Yeah. 
the smallest motor. Yeah, it's not even and a it's 22 bar. Good Lord. <laughs> and the problem I'm having is I can't get it to idle. Okay. It'll it'll start and run. You can keep it running. It runs best when the chokes close, so it's running you know real rich, but it won't idle. Okay. And it's got like a hundred vacuum hoses on it. Uh huh. You've probably seen those old import carburetors. Oh yeah, yeah, they're everywhere. They got lots of vacuum on them, and it's got a ported vacuum switch on it, and hot water runs through the back of the carburetor to mm-hmm. turn the choke off. Right. And I'm just wondering if maybe you have somebody you have a lot of faith in, like because I can't fix it. I don't know where. The well, um, yeah, go to bumper to bumperradio dot com first and have a look and see if there's someone in your neighborhood that can fix it. And if not, you can send us an email and see if I can turn you on to somebody. If, if this is something that you're playing with yourself, you said it doesn't idle. But if you keep the choke on, it will stay idling. That tells me you have a va- you have a vacuum leak because you're choking off the engine. You're cutting off the air supply air supply of the engine, but it's still running. That means you've it's got getting air somewhere else. It's getting air somewhere else. So if you wanted to, a couple of the things I'm thinking about, you could plug off the brake booster line and see if that's if that's a giant vacuum leak. A uh, one clue, you might hear some vacuum leaking underneath the brake pedal possibly. Um, another thing you could do is check the PCV valve out and check it and make sure it's not free flowing. You could plug that off. Otherwise, you could just have a, a plugged-up idle circuit in the car, on the carburetor, and the carburetor might need to be rebuilt or cleaned. So those are just some of the tips I can remember off the top of my head from back when I used to work on some of these. Um, you know, a lot of them had they had an auxiliary air pump or auxiliary accelerator pump, an AAP diaphragm that would go bad. You'd always find the number three cylinder was fouled out because it'd be sucking raw fuel in into into that cylinder when uh, when those diaphragms would break on the carburetor so it could be a multitude of things um i'm thinking though you've got a big vacuum leak somewhere or the idle circuit in the carburetor is plugged up and the carburetor would need to be rebuilt if that's something that you work on yourself and you want to pull the carburetor i recommend rod's carburetor over off 27th avenue in mcdowell if you're not doing the work yourself again bumper to bumper radio dot com to find your find your solution there so we're going to go with uh, and thanks for that call leo appreciate that we're going to go with linda in phoenix uh 2000 and something because my phone looks like 2004 lexus rx350 that's a nice little suv how are we doing today linda i'm doing fine thank you how can we help you with that car today it's an rx330 it's ah. it's uh it's before it needed premium gas. It just needs uh-huh. regular gas. Lucky you today at five bucks a gallon. <laughs> yes, um, it has a hundred and fifty thousand miles on my car. Okay, and um, I keep getting this uh, message: VSD traction off. Okay, and what I do after I look down YouTube is I disconnect the negative. Um, Term, the neg- on the battery, the negative uh, connection, mm-hmm. leave it off for a little bit, put it back on, that message goes away, and the car runs a little rough after I do that. But it started c- happening more than when it first happened, like about once a month. So it says VSC, track off. Is there also the red brake light on as well? Mm, I don't recall seeing that. Okay. Um, well, a couple things. I want you to make sure that you're not accidentally turning it off yourself. And I've done that. I have a Toyota truck. Um, and when I first got it, I called the dealership and I was raising a little bit of hell with them. What's this light? What's going on? And it turns out I bumped the traction control switch with my knee. And so, and, and that one, and you, cause you can physically turn that on and off. So I would suggest looking at your owner's manual. I, you know, you've had it a long time, but there still could be some operator error because you just don't know what you don't know sometimes, and you might be hitting a, a button or something. The reason- I do know where that button is under the um, dash. Uh-huh. On the- yes, I took a picture of it with my phone to see it, and I did try pushing it on and off to see if I could get it to turn off, and it, it didn't. And the only way that it worked was 
to and and it must be a problem with other people because somebody posted several videos on this issue with the Lexus. Yeah. So then if you re clear the battery and do it that little exercise that you're talking about, how long does it take before the light those lights come back on when you start driving? Well, um Okay, it was April 30th it happened. Prior to that, the, the one prior to that was April 21st. That was a real quick turnaround. Prior to that, it was like in March sometime, and I think there was a January time. Okay. So uh, here, like that. Okay, so this is clearly an intermittent problem, and that's going to be could be tough to diagnose. So my suggestion to you is next time that that comes on, don't reset anything. That's the time to take it in for some diagnosis, and it might be difficult for the shop. With any luck, they'll be able to get into that system and find out what code is being set and might give them an area to look. I would expect... You know, if I'm thinking wheel speed sensors and stuff like that, I would expect to see a brake light on or an ABS light on, not just the traction control and the VSC. So there's definitely something going on there. It's intermittent for sure. You've done it. It sounds like you've got a pretty good note of the pattern that it's happening, and that's good. So you're just going to have to, unfortunately, take that in and and uh, get it checked out. And and I think you know if you're in Scottsdale, you might check out Husband's Auto Repair. They did a great job for my buddy. Acura, and I think they can handle you on your uh, on your Lexus as well. So, um, thanks for that call. And gosh, I gotta look at these phones. This is a little challenging, guys. Just so you know how things work in the studio here. Usually we have computer screen with the phones on them, but uh, had some computer updates, so we don't quite have the screens. I've got to read very small print on the computer here. But I think Kathy, I can read Kathy, and I can see Kathy's got a 2015 Altima. Kathy, we've got about a minute and a half to talk about this so what can we do for you okay thank you for taking my call um the vehicle has 142,000 miles and the air ac went off while driving on the 51 and then the check engine light went on and the car overheated and we had it towed and they changed two thermostats and they flushed the cooling system vps cooling system uh service kit however the car is now overheating again um i took it Back to them, they said, oh, we think you now need a new radiator and a new water pump because they're saying not enough pressure is forming to push the water into the radiator. And then I subsequently took it to the dealer, and I was told they did an evac charge and that they suggest replacing the transmission. Oh, <laughs> so, Lord. Um, two very different yeah, explanations. Yeah, those are two different things. Kathy, I'm pr we're, we're not going to solve this. I'm going to put you back on hold, and when the show's over, okay. we're going to have a little side conversation okay, uh, ab about, about your car. And I have a theory that I'll talk about here. Well, I don't even have time to do that. I, I If this was me, and if you're Kathy, and you have this similar problem at home, I'm starting to think we have a cooling fan problem you know you're driving down the 51 now so i don't know if when you have you're going down the freeway if you've got air flowing and it, it doesn't overheat until you pull over but you got two totally different diagnoses so we'll chat about that everybody thanks for listening if you're going to travel next weekend try and get your car and if not drive super safe be careful and enjoy